0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number two hundred and thirty-six, which we're recording on Sunday, January twenty-fourth, two thousand twenty-one. I'm Gail, and I'm Charlene, and we haven't had a quote regular unquote episode in quite a
1: while. We've got some catching up to do. We do have some catching up to do, and thank you so much for all the well wishes for our ninth podcast anniversary.
0: Yes, that was very sweet. Thank you, everybody.
1: Yes, and we're very happy you enjoyed the episode. We re- enjoyed recording it, and our anniversary issues are fun for us. And these these past few years when we've been doing special episodes. <laughs> I think the Wayne's World one was my favorite. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a reprise of that one sometime. Maybe. Wayne Wayne's World Part 2. All right, what are you wearing? I have been wearing... All the things for the month of January. Hashtag hand knits every day. Hasn't it been fun? (laughs) It has really been fun. I am currently wearing my dragonflies pullover, which is a pattern from Hohe Locatelli that I knit several years ago. Let's see. I do have, I have it. Oh my gosh. I knit this one back in 2012. Yeah, I knew it
0: was a long time ago.
1: And it's still one of my favorite pullovers. I was just telling Gail that over the years, because I tend to wear this one a lot, over the years, it has faded considerably with washings. And I am considering dyeing it myself, dyeing the sweater, tossing it in a bucket of writ dye and see what happens.
0: (laughs) And I hope she tries it because I want to see.
1: Yeah, I do really don't like the color that it has faded to, so I figure I don't have anything to lose, and I still wear it, and maybe I'll wear it even more if I get it to a color that I like again. Do it,
0: do it, do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's still, It also needs a good depilling, but that's another story. <laughs> So I've also been wearing, you know, we've had some very odd weather in January, we've had super warm days. And now we're back to having cold days. There was even a day. mm, I want to say, was it a week ago, two weeks ago, when it was almost 80 degrees? Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was very odd. So I have been wearing a range of sweaters. But when it was warm, I wore my beekeeper cardigan. By Marie Green because it was still kind of chilly in the house. <laughs> the house didn't quite catch up to the outdoor mm-hmm, temperature. Same. And I have been wearing a lot of shawls as well. So the hashtag handknits every day has been a really fun enterprise for me. I've enjoyed it. How about you, Gail? What are you wearing? Well, at
0: the moment, I'm not wearing a hand knit because I'm going to be out of town the next couple of days and somehow decided that I could get all the things done on Sunday and still (laughs) shower and have a hand knit on by the time we recorded, which is a big fail. But (laughs) I too have been wearing a hand knit almost every single day in January. And it's been a good learning experience in addition to fun. Seeing which sweaters I wear, which colors I wear, which styles I wear, the things that maybe bring me more comfort and joy than others. And I think I'm going to be getting rid of a few sweaters by the time this experiment is over. And I plan to keep going through February because I think I counted somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50 or 60 sweaters that I own. Oh, (laughs) yeah,
1: that doesn't surprise me at all. I probably have the same. (laughs) It's
0: crazy. So definitely I can wear... A different sweater every day for two months.
1: For sure. Yes. For sure. I have not been wearing as wide a range of sweaters as I should, given how many sweaters I do have. And I have had similar experience. I had Dexa Gale earlier today saying that I think I'm going to rip a few more sweaters. Mm hmm. And I'm think I'm going to rip them and maybe just make charity hats. I don't know. I, oh, there's an idea. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really sure. I have some sweaters that I think are nice enough to give away. Some of them may be a little too worn to give away, but I think the yarn is still salvageable for hats, that kind of thing. So we'll see. I. On one hand I'm excited because I'm anxious to move some sweaters out of my closet and dresser that kind of thing and on the other hand ripping sweaters is quite a bit of work so I have to decide how much I want to go through and how much you know decide if I want to do that or just give away so exactly. we'll see yeah.
0: yeah I'm I'm thinking or looking at the same question But one thing that I knew going into January and confirmed for myself is that I don't wear my shawls.
1: Oh, that's so
0: sad. (laughs) And maybe if I was going places, I would have a reason to pull out a shawl. But when I'm home working in front of my computer, I just put on a sweater and I don't really need an extra layer around my neck. So I don't reach for them.
1: Yeah, that's so sad, Gail, because I love my shawls. I love my shawls with a passion. I love wearing them. I love knitting them. (laughs) I love
0: to knit them. They're so much fun to knit, and they're so pretty. I have so many beautiful shawls right next to me, but I just don't wear them. It's a shame. Yeah, I understand. It's been an educational experiment to try to wear a hand knit every single day. Yeah, yeah. And... I love my sweaters so much. (laughs) I really,
1: really, 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 really love them. It was funny. Well, that's a win.
0: It is a win. This last week, I think there were more days than not that I actually was not wearing a pink sweater. It was remarkable because, (laughs) not alarming number, because you guys know I love pink. A lot of my sweaters are pink or have pink in them. So it was interesting to have a couple days in a row where I wasn't wearing pink. It was unusual. (laughs) So that's what we've been wearing. Yeah. All right. What have you been
1: stocking? It's been a while since we talked about stocking. It has been a while. So I found another beanie pattern on Ravelry. This one, though a free pattern, is not available through Ravelry. So you have to go to the designer's website. And I wanted to look at the pattern before I talked about it today and it was, it was one of those things where you have to go in, you have to fill out a form, you have to go oh. through a cart. It was almost a little bit, it was, it was a lot to go through for a free pattern. So I'm hoping that the pattern is a really great pattern. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to start it yet. But it's called The Beanie and it is by ZZ Textiles. And it was published back in September of 2020. And it caught my eye because one of the variations is made with three strands of mohair silk. So it's super fuzzy and it looks warm and the picture makes it look really pretty. And though it's pretty, I'm probably not going to make one for myself with three strands of mohair silk. Because that would be an awful lot of mohair silk for one hat. Mm -hmm. But I am probably going to try this pattern just as a potential for my charity hat knitting. Because it's just a plain beanie. It has a roll-up brim. And then the thing that I like about the decreases on the top is that it just has four lines of decreases. So it looks like a sewn beanie, one of those sewn commercial beanies. And it has a really nice dome at the top. So that is the beanie by ZZ Textiles. Let's see, the second thing I am stocking is actually two sweaters. Now, somebody pointed out these sweaters to us in one of the Ravelry threads. And I was really taken by them. They're so pretty. Two sweaters, one is called Monarch and the other is called Milkweed. And the designer is a new to me designer named Jamie Hoffman. And one of the patterns is a Monarch butterfly pattern around the yoke and the other one is a milkweed pattern around the yoke which is the food that the monarchs go to to lay their eggs and the the patterns or the sweaters the models are just so pretty so really are pretty they're the monarch one especially i think it I Now, I can't tell, and maybe you saw, Gail, I can't tell if there are just little white stitches in there or if there are beads. I can't tell. Oh, I tell. don't remember. It might just be white stitches. Yeah, I guess it is white stitches. But the little butterflies around the yoke of the sweater and then the milkweed, it, it's such a neat complement to each other, both the sweaters. So I really like those. And it's colorwork yoke knit in she says light fingering yarn so 26 stitches to four inches and it's stranded color work in the yoke and the sample for the monarch is knit in I think it's an orange and a gray it's a really bright almost an orange red like a tomatoy red and then the bottom is gray and it's a stark contrast and it's so pretty. <laughs> Very pretty. And you could easily use beads where they use the white stitches. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. So and I think I'm just enamored of it also because the monarchs there there are there's a good population of monarchs that winter in Santa Cruz and so when my kids were little and probably when your kids were little too it was one of those field trips that the classes always do in winter time we go to the Natural Bridges Park and we marvel at all the monarchs in the trees there and so I think just that that fascination and because it's a local thing for us I I really enjoyed these two patterns (laughs) they're really pretty patterns yeah they are so those are what I am stocking. And once again, that is Milkweed and Monarch by Jamie Hoffman. What are you stalking, Gail?
0: Well, there was a new release by Kate Oates, who is a designer I admire greatly. Mm-hmm. And her new design is called Haven. And I actually saw it before it was released because someone who I I don't stalk her on Ravelry, but she's in my friends. So when you look at your friends' projects, I saw hers and I thought, oh, that's so pretty. And it was a test knit. And then it came out like three days later.
1: I love that feeling, that new pattern feeling. Yes,
0: (laughs) I was definitely caught up in the moment. And Haven is a top-down colorwork yoke sweater. And it's one color. And then the contrast color, she uses spin cycle dyed in the wool. And Spin Cycle has a long, slow, color-changing pattern to the yarn, and it's just really, really pretty. Instantly, I thought it would be a really good combination for some of my woolier wools. Mm -hmm. I have two sweater quantities that I have in stash that instantly I thought, oh, that would be really pretty. And I've never used Spin Cycle before a lot of people have. It's a very popular yarn. And the base that's used in this sweater is their sport base, but I have acquired some since the pattern came out, and it's a very, very light sport. And I instantly decided, okay, well, I have to figure out what contrasting color I want. The main color that I decided I wanted to use for my stash is a dark navy blue. And so I went to the Spin Cycle Finished Objects and looked at all the different colors that were against a dark background. And then I went to Ravelry D stash for that yarn, and I found someone who is de-stashing two different colors. One is called Heart Sigh, and it's pink and gray, which obviously appealed to me instantly. Of course. Which <laughs> would look really pretty against navy blue. And the other one is called Deep Bump, and it's a gray-green and yellow color-changing yarn. And that would look so pretty against the navy blue. So I'm going to swatch with both colors and see which one ends up grabbing me. That's my a har- good plan. Yeah, because my heart is telling me go with heart side because pink and gray. That's mm-hmm. just so me. But
1: All right. <laughs> the
0: gray, green, yellow is so pretty and it would be such a beautiful contrast color. It is.
1: It's a really pretty combination. Yeah,
0: it would be smashing. But part of me thinks, but would I wear it?
1: Right. And you have you have to knit what you're going to wear.
0: Exactly. So I'm going to swatch and see which color calls to me the most. But I'm really excited about this pattern. It's positive ease, just the style of sweater. I've been wearing a lot over the last year or two. She has bracelet length sleeves, but I think I'd go a little longer than that. And it's just really pretty. So it's fingering weight yarn and... Just all it ticks all the boxes, you know, those sweaters that you're like,
1: that's exactly yeah. what I would wear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what you're saying about picking the color that you're more likely to wear is actually something that I have been thinking about as I've been wearing sweaters in January. Because when we were having that hot spell and I reached for the beekeeper cardigan, I kept thinking, oh, it's pretty warm out. I could probably wear. A lighter sweater. But part of the reason why I wanted to wear that sweater is because it was in one of my holy grail sweater quantities of logwood. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to wear that sweater. So as much as sometimes it seems silly that we keep making garments in the same colors... It's what we find we wear and reach for. Exactly. So there's, there's a logic to our madness. Yep. <laughs> exactly.
0: So Haven, I will be swatching for it very soon. And that will probably 99% sure be the next sweater on my needles. I just love the design. It's so pretty. Yeah. Haven. Well, you
1: sounded so excited when you found that sweater. And like I said, that new pattern feeling is so uh-huh. cool that I hope you do knit that one right away.
0: Well, and I haven't been getting that new pattern feeling very often
1: in the recent
0: past. So the fact that it happened was like, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) And there are two other sweater patterns that I've been stocking. One is not a brand new release. It's called Stripes and it's by Andrea Mowry. It's been out for a few months and I keep going back and forth between, well, do I want to knit stripes, or should I just knit another super simple summer sweater by Hohe? But hers Mm -hmm. is a worsted weight. Stripes is a sport weight. And Barbara, who is one of our Ravelry friends, she's Bella's home life on Ravelry. She just finished her stripes and she used, I think it's a cotton wool or cotton alpaca fingering held doubled with two different colors of silk mohair lace. And what she did is she used a very light, light, light color that she held throughout the whole sweater. And then she held the two colors of mohair. I don't think she always held the same two colors because it gave it a beautiful marled effect. It's yeah, smashed. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful sweater. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. And I've been wanting to knit a scrappy boxy like Robbie yeah. did. But I keep thinking, I don't wear my boxies as much as I do my circular top-down sweaters.
1: Interesting.
0: And Stripes is a circular top-down sweater. Mm -hmm. So I think what I'm going to do, instead of knitting a scrappy boxy, I'm going to knit a pink Stripes sweater. So all different pinks, which would be exactly what I wanted out of a boxy sweater. But in a style, I think I'm more likely to wear.
1: Just a scrappy stripe sweater. Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. In all my pinks. So that one is calling to me greatly too. (laughs) And then she has a brand new pattern out called Winter's Beach Cardi. And that again is by Andrea Mowry as well. And it's a really pretty open front cardigan in a DK weight yarn that has a lot of beautiful cables. It has afterthought pockets. It has drop sleeves. It's really, really pretty.
1: I've and seen that one in the hot right
0: now on, on Ravelry. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And I wanted to mention it, one, because I I that's a sweater I would absolutely knit and wear. But two, the yarn is really cool. It's Hedgehog Fibers Tweety, which I think is a new-ish base. But it's cool because it's actually made from the color blips in that yarn are from little bits of yarn left over from Hedgehog Fibers... The work they do. So, their little ends they accumulate. What they do is they found a mill that will recycle those. So, they card them, whatever they need to do with them to spin them again into a tweed yarn. And then, of that tweed, 50% of it is new wool, and then 37% is recycled wool. So, 50% of the overall yarn is recycled. So, I think that's really cool. And then, all those blips of color are hedgehog fiber colors.
1: It's a their very interesting idea because I even saw on the Hedgehog Fibers website that they have an option for you to send in your scraps and oh. get, you get, I don't know, some kind of discount on a yarn purchase dependent upon either the weight or length of scraps that you probably wait that you send in. Cool. That's cool. It's interesting, yeah, yeah, because essentially they're bringing they're bringing their own wool in a way to the mill, Mm-hmm. and it's recycled. So yeah, exactly. Interesting. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. I I would. I I look forward to seeing that yarn in person. I would too. I
0: I want to see it in person. Apparently, they have two bases two color bases so there's a light and a dark oh with their blips of color so yeah. yeah you have one or the other and yeah. it looks beautiful knit up into that cardigan it's beautiful it, it does yeah Yeah. so that's winter's beach cardigan by andrea Mowry and that's hedgehog fibers tweedy yarn so those are the things i've been stalking
1: okay all right what have you been knitting well i started A new shawl (laughs) I started, and it's another shawl by Hohe Locatelli. It's called the Lightweight Hipster. And it, let's see, this is a new pattern, although she had a, I want to say maybe a DK weight hipster. Yeah. And that one is a couple years old. And then just this month, she released one for fingering weight. And I've wanted to knit the other one for a long time. And I just kept putting it off, putting it off. And I, what I was going to do was knit it in fingering weight, even though her design called for a DK weight. And then when she released this one, it was kind of a no-brainer because, hey, I I can knit it in the gauge of yarn that I want to use now. (laughs) So it's called Lightweight Hipster. And it's a, let's see, crescent-shaped shawl. And it's fairly simple. There's most of, there's a couple of drop stitch rows. I think there's four rows of drop stitch in the whole shawl. And they're broken up by, interspersed with garter stitch sections. And then along the bind-off edge, she's got little tassels Along the whole edge of the shawl. And it looks very cool. Like she says, very hipstery, very cool. I don't really know if it's hipstery, but I just (laughs) love the little tassels. And she has it photographed with that. It's that white shirt again, Gail. That Mm -hmm. ubiquitous white shirt that we always see everybody wearing with their hand knits. And it looks fantastic. I don't... I'll still have to continue to look for a white shirt to wear mine with, I guess, but (laughs) although my yarn is only one color, I'm using a logwood dyed yarn. It's called Even Tinier Annapurna, and it is from Verb, and it was actually a holiday gift from my sister this year, and it was dyed with logwood. She knows I like logwood, and I jumped right in and I'm a new pattern and new yarn and jumped right in with that. And I've been knitting away on that pretty exclusively. Because that sounds it's coming, kind
0: of self-indulgent to me. It,
1: it's very <laughs> self-indulgent. It's got that. It's got the logwood. It's got cashmere. It's a pattern that I've wanted to knit for years. Yay. So yeah, I don't think it can get more self-indulgent than that. I love it. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to wearing that one. And that's, I think, the only thing that I have left active on the needles, because I've finished a couple of things. So what are you currently knitting?
0: I also have a self-indulgent knit that I'm working on right now. I cast on the Bright Feather Sweater by Jennifer Steingass, which is a top-down Circular yoke. There's a theme here for me, obviously. <laughs> 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 and the color work pattern is similar to a feather. And I've had this one in my queue for a long time. And I just, despite all my plans to knit a cardigan for the self-indulgent knit along, I just all of a sudden had to cast this one on. It, you know how that just happens sometimes. Yep, I so get it. yeah, mm. I spent a few hours winding yarn one day Because it is lace weight yarn held doubled with lace weight silk mohair. So there were a lot of yards of yarn to wind up, which is great when you have an audiobook to keep you company. Yes. And I swatched and cast on pretty quickly. And I decided to use La Bien Amaze Silk Mohair, which I forgot the colorway name, darn it. But it's similar to Coquette from Madeleine Tosh. And I'm using... Bright pink. pink. Yeah, it's a bright raspberry, beautiful pink. And it glows. The La Bienneme, it just... When we walked past it at Stitches, I just was instantly, Oh, I must touch that <laughs> yarn! And it's gorgeous. And Coquette from Madeleine Tosh, I ordered some Prairie, which is their single-ply lace weight yarn. Back in... I think May might gave me a Mother's Day gift certificate. So I ordered some prairie hoping it would match and it matched perfectly. So I'm holding the prairie doubled with the Lobby may mohair silk for the main color. And for the contrast color, I'm using what's left of my Masonette, which is a discontinued lace weight yarn from Neighborhood Fiber Company. I'm very sad it's discontinued because it's my favorite lace weight almost in the world. And the colorway is Joyce Scott, which is almost white with little specks of light pink. And I'm holding that doubled with a natural silk mohair. So the contrast is really, really strong. And it's so pretty and knitting it has been very joyful. I just finished the yoke a few days ago and separated for sleeves. So now it's just zoom, zoom, stockinette in the round knitting and I modified it a little bit because my gauge wasn't spot on. So I did the yoke according to the pattern and I want more of an A-line shape. It's not an A-line, it's more just straight. So I'm a couple inches past the sleeve separation and I went up a needle size. So that'll give me a little bit more space and then I'm going to throw in some increases as I go as well to give it a little bit of an A-line shape. So that one has been a lot of fun to knit. It's very self-indulgent. The yarn is so soft and so pretty, and the design is beautiful. It's my first Jennifer Steingass pattern, and I love it so far. Very simple to follow. Nice. And I'm also knitting, hopefully, we'll return to my Via Wrap by Helen Stewart. That one kind of got sidelined for a little while, but since I'll be out of town next week for a few days and I have a lot of knitting time, I hope to get back to that one as well. So those are the two things I've been knitting. We would like to thank our sponsor for the month of January, Infinite Twist Yarns. Looking for gradient yarn to take an adventurous project to the next level? Perhaps seeking a yarn pairing for a simple pattern where the yarn does the work? Infinite Twist Gradients will help you end up with a spectacular finished object. One-of-a-kind, semi-solid gradients are all we do. They're knittable art. From 700-yard helix giant gradients to perfectly match soft gradients and more, we've got the perfect gradient for your next project. Why gradients? Because gradients stay interesting. With dozens of color changes, our gradients are semi-solid, so you get areas of light and dark, highlights and lowlights, and even some speckles. They'll hold your interest from cast-on to bind-off. Visit us at InfiniteTwist.com to meet your perfect gradient match. She just sent an email this last week, and she was pointing out that a lot of people don't think of gradients and cables as working together very well. And she had some beautiful finished objects in the email that were like, wow,
1: they really do work together really well. It's fun because it gives a slightly different look to everything.
0: Absolutely. She had some socks in one of her aqua gradients, and oh, those colors are just beautiful so pretty so thank you Kate okay what have you
1: finished we've got some big finishes we do so we haven't shared what we've finished in I want to say four weeks I think you're right right? (laughs) yeah so we've got a couple of things to share the first one that I finished is a new test knit well it's a new pattern that's coming from elizabeth doherty i knit it as a test knit the pattern should be released towards the end of the month towards the beginning of the month of february and it's a circular yoke with slip stitch patterning which is something that i really enjoyed doing because you get the look of a color work yoke but you only use one color on each row i like that. Yes. Yeah, and then you don't get strands in the back either. So it ends up not being quite as warm, which I also prefer. So it's a win-win for both those situations. And interesting thing, I decided to rip out an older sweater that I had had languishing in my drawers So I reclaimed some Rowan felted tweed. I used Rowan felted tweed for that. And I'm probably going to be posting a little sneak peek on my Instagram account and probably on Ravelry as well before the pattern comes out because it's so pretty. I'm really happy with it. So that's uh, a pullover sweater coming from Elizabeth Doherty. The second thing I've finished is another big one, a huge one. Huge. <laughs> it is my Parallelolam, which is a schlanket pattern shawl slash blanket from Stephen West, Parallelolam, And I did the math for this. I weighed what yarn I had left and Gail, are you ready? I'm ready. I used 2,933 yards. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Oh my gosh! So seven skeins of fingering weight. Wow! And I used most of each skein. I really only had like, a, two skeins, there was maybe around 10 grams left. I think one I had eight, one I had 12-ish grams left. And then a couple other skeins, there was just a couple of grams left. Wow. And then a couple of the skeins, I actually used every last inch of the yarn. <laughs> so it was a really good use of seven skeins. I have a blanket that I love. This will never be used as a shawl because it's far too big. (laughs) I haven't measured mine, but I suspect mine is probably larger than the measurements he gives in the pattern. I'm Yeah, I I suspect, because mine is huge, huge, huge. And it's
0: so pretty. Oh, it's so pretty. I'm
1: really happy with it. Yeah, I I texted Gail a photo yesterday. I laid it out on the floor in my living room, and then I stood on the coffee table and held the phone up high just so I could take a really quick snapshot of it. There were ends hanging out everywhere. So it definitely (laughs) wasn't a beauty shot, but... You got the idea, and I'm very happy with it. It's gorgeous. Very, very Congratulations. Happy. Yeah. So, though not technically started during the self-indulgent knit-along, it's definitely a very self-indulgent piece, Yay. because I don't think I've ever knit anything that used... Almost three thousand yards of yarn before. <laughs>
0: That's a lot, and it's not like you were holding strands doubled to get that number. No, that, yeah, number no. of yards. That was every this single was,
1: stitch. This was a lot of stitches. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot of stitches, and I started it in October and I finished it in January. So, yeah, that I I think I finished it pretty quick for how much yardage there was. I agree. <laughs> But it was really fun, and I'm thinking, huh, how can I change this pattern a little bit to make it again, you know? Would you do another blanket
0: or would you do shawl size next time?
1: I think I'm kind of thinking about using it for blankets for gifts, but I wouldn't want it to be quite so big. But if you make it smaller, I would have to change the cast on numbers a little bit so that it was more square and less rectangle I think. Okay. Because I think the smaller you make it the more a stretched out rectangle it is. Once it's really big it seems like a blanket but when it was smaller it did seem more like a shawl. Okay. So I would have to change the cast on numbers so that there, it, it's more equal on all the sides, mm-hmm. but that, yeah, that's uh, uh, not anything I'm going to be doing soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've i blanketed for a little while now. This one is great. I even have it on my lap right now because I had a couple more ends to weave in, and I was telling Gail, oh, I'm feeling a little cold. Look, I have a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> So that Parallel-O-Lamb by Stephen West. And then the last two things that I've finished are the same project. I've made two of the Capitol hats. They are a pattern by Hinterm Stein. And I decided to make this hat after the attack on the Capitol. I think I cast it on the very next day because... I was feeling very sad and this was a way for me to work through those feelings and the hats and the pattern turned out to be really fun to make. The hats are beautiful. The way the pattern is written, it's easy to knit. It's a row by row and every row is different. I think there are a few sections on the hat where you repeat the same row for maybe, or the same round for maybe five rounds in a row or something. But generally speaking, every row is a different, it's a knit or it's a purl or it's a special stitch or it's a twist. And it really does look like the Capitol building.
0: It does. <laughs> That's part of her series I, of domes. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's <laughs> Yes. She has this series called domes of the world. And It's all, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. It's all different buildings from around the world that are in the shape of domes. And so this one, it's just very cool. I highly recommend that you look it up. And it was a fun thing to have made for the inauguration. And I know Gail made one too. And I know several people made them because we kind of started a little impromptu thread in our Ravelry group and it was just fun. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So that's the capital by Hinterm How about you, Gail? I know you've finished quite a few things. I
0: have. And yes, I finished <laughs> the capital by Hinterm as well. And my boss is extremely political. I don't know how to describe it. Not in a bad way. She's just very cheerleader about politics And when I finished that hat, I thought, this needs to go to my boss for Inauguration Day. And she is living in Florida right now, so not really wool hat weather where she lives. (laughs) (laughs) But she lives in New York most of the time, so she will get to wear it. But it arrived in time, which was amazing because we didn't have any post last Monday because it was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So, got to her in time. I got a picture of her wearing it during the inauguration, and I was very happy. She's very pleased. Yay!
1: With that. So, nice. Oh,
0: and I used Onling Blend Number One, which is oh, what yes. Charlene and I are referring to as the bunny yarn.
1: Yes. <laughs> I believe
0: it's 70% merino and 30% angora. I'm 90% sure about that.
1: It's close to that percentage, if it's not that exact. Yeah. yeah. And
0: it's sustainable. Angora and other materials in their yarn lines. So it was a very nice yarn to work with. It's a sport weight, and I used the navy blue color. Very nice yarn. Really enjoyed working with it. You used that for one of yours as well, right?
1: I did. And I really like it and have been contemplating purchasing a sweater quantity.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about the sweater quantity too, but the navy blue was hard on my eyes. To knit. And I think mm. because there were so many different types of stitches in the hat, that contributed to it. But if I was yeah. just doing a more zoom zoom stockinette, it would be easy to knit with. It wouldn't yeah. be a problem for my eyeballs. So I finished that hat. I finished a Colby, which is the beanie that Charlene and I have knit several times now by Elizabeth Doherty. And I used Knitpicks Felici Worsted. And their Felici line is a self striping yarn they have sock fingering weight for socks and then they have a worsted weight now so i got a couple skeins of that to test out and it made a beautiful hat very pretty and and uh, here i can show you Very finished uh, <laughs> very nice finished fo oh that, cute? that
1: came out great
0: yeah it's a rainbowy like bright rainbow colors and i also finished the permutation hat by hunter hammerson which was a really fun knit I talked about this when I was stocking it, I think, and how it's kind of a make-your-own pattern. She has different variations for, I think, different yarn weights. I think she actually gives you gauges to go by instead of, like, use worsted, for example. And she also has different versions of the pattern, so you can have more color work, less color work. And it's not even color work, it's drop stitches type of of effect, and different top uh, domes at the top, different decreases to give you different effects for the decreases at the top. So a really interesting pattern. I'm definitely going to knit it many more times. This time I used Candy Skein Worsted in the Honey colorway, which is a beautiful yellow, brownish-leaning yellow. And for the contrast, I used Classic Elite Liberty Wool, which is another slow color-changing yarn. And The color changes, I'm going to grab it right now, are pinks, and it has little pops of darker pink, and it does change to green later in the skein, but I didn't get any green in the hat, and the the decrease is just really cool. I'm trying to show Charlene, but the lighting in my closet is really bad, but the hat itself is really cool. I love it. Really love it. And I look forward to knitting some more of those. So that's, That looks
1: really cool. It's
0: really fun. Permutation by Hunter Hammerson. And I finished The Big Sister by Hinterm Stein. So another Hinterm Stein pattern. I used Harrisville Nightshades and... I can't say I'm all the way finished. I'm claiming it as an FO because by the time this goes live, it'll be 100% finished. All the knitting Mm -hmm. is done. But the pocket, you have to seam the pocket on three sides after. And then there's a design feature that's kind of a triangle. It looks like a sail from a ship. That's on the body of the sweater above the pocket. So I have to seam that down on one side as well. Oh, okay. So, of those, very little
1: left to do. Then. Yeah.
0: Of those, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seams, I've done four of them, I think. And this was one of the things I thought to myself I'm going to get up early on Sunday. I'm going to finish the <laughs> seaming for Big Sister before we do re- the podcast. And I was going to finish my wanderer slippers. So that was another spur of the moment cast on just last week in our where a hand it everyday thread. Sarah, who is Sarah Nicole on Ravelry, she wore her wanderers slippers. And I thought those are just so pretty. I've had them in my library for years. It's a pattern by Andrea Mowry. And I just all of a sudden decided I had to cast them on. I have <laughs> some sincere sheep. Eureka worsted that I've had in my stash for years. It's 100% Rambouillet, beautiful, beautiful yarn. And I had Bear, which is natural. And I had Anya, which is a beautiful blue indigo dyed color. So this pattern is a top-down slipper with an afterthought heel, and it's color work through the whole thing. So super easy, easy, easy color work. I knit mine on a short circular needle. I think a 12-inch circular needle. You could also do magic loop. You could also do double-pointed needles. I prefer to use a short circ whenever I can. It's easier on my hands. And they were really, really, really fun to knit. (laughs) So both slippers are done. I am on the process of doing the afterthought heel on the first slipper but I did some modifications that are making the heel challenging. My calves are much bigger than my ankles. So I didn't want the slippers to be super baggy around my little pinner ankles. So (laughs) I decreased some stitches on the sides of the slippers. If you look up the pattern, there are columns of the two different colors and there are two stitches in each column. So I was able to do some decreasing to get the slippers tighter around my ankle and my foot but that also decreased the number of stitches on the needles. So mm-hmm. instead of having an even number of stitches, I now have an odd number of stitches, which doesn't work oh. very well when you're trying oh. to do some decreases. So I have to figure out how to make it work without messing up the color work. So that was the other thing I thought I'd have done by the time we recorded and failed. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> but by the end of today, I think I'll have both big sister and, the wanderer slippers finished. So, lots of fun knitting. Sounds lately. cozy. Yeah, they're oh, they're going to be so cozy. So, because it's colorwork, they're double thick, worsted weight. And I yeah. dropped a needle size. I admit I didn't swatch, but I dropped one or two needle sizes because I wanted to make sure that the fabric was going to be thick enough that it would more felt to itself than be prone to holes. So, I don't want to get holes in my slippers. And for some yeah, reason, I tend to get holes not. in my socks where my big toes are. So I wanted to be careful. Not like I'm going to wear yeah. these in shoes, though. So we'll see. Yeah. 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 So those are the Wanderer Slippers by Andrea Maury. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit of where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> where are our previous years of self-indulgent knit-along finished well, objects?
1: Yeah. I I only looked up one. I looked up one project that i knit for self-indulgent last year and it's called the sorrel pullover sweater and i knit this one i remember i knit it to wear to stitches it was you know how sometimes people finish sweaters to have for an event well this was mine to wear to stitches 2020 and I've hardly had a chance to wear it since because, of course, we came home and immediately went into shelter-in-place mode. So haven't really worn it since. But the Sorrel Sweater is a pattern by Wool and Pine. It has a circular yoke, and it has what the pattern calls a dip stitch. And what it looks like is... Large cables going from the neckline down the yoke of the sweater. And what the dip stitch looks like is it looks like a big knit stitch, but basically it's a kind of cable. And as I'm looking at my photos on Ravelry, I see that I did photograph it with that ubiquitous white blouse, Gail. I <laughs> so do <did> have one. <laughs> I thought you did. I do have one. I I you may not remember, but I did get I one so. after we started talking about the the white blouses that were spotting everywhere with knitwear. I did get one. I I I will get more eventually, but I think it looks fabulous with the white blouse. And I really love this sweater. It is a somewhat loose fitting on the body, I made the the yoke fit, and then it doesn't have any decreases, so it's somewhat loose fitting on the body the The cabling only goes down to i guess I guess about where it splits for mm-hmm. the armholes, I think is where it stops. and the rest of the sweater is just stuck in it. The arms are the same it it has the dip stitch to the same length as where you split for the arms and the body because it's knit top down and then the rest of it is just stockinette stitch so it turned out to be a relatively quick knit for me because it was also knit at a larger gauge it was knit with one strand of fingering and one strand of a mohair silk. So it's fuzzy, lightweight, warm. And I used, let's see, it was a color called Forget-Me-Not in my stash. And this color I had had, I had purchased it back in 2018. So I had had it in my stash for two years. It was one of those colors that I loved so much. I was just so afraid to use it because I wanted to find the perfect sweater and I think it worked out really well for the sweater and that's why it was my self-indulgent knit. <laughs> so that's Sorrel by Wool and Pine. What? Was your self-indulgent knit, Gail?
0: I also knit Sorrel by Wool. Oh and Wine. wow!
1: We both picked Sorrel to talk yes. about.
0: <laughs> well, I knit it for the self-indulgent knit along too. We knit yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't finish mine in time for stitches, so mine I used Shocker, bright pink from Dragonfly Fibers. Both the fingering weight, which is Pixie, their single ply. Fingering base and the silk mohair mm-hmm. were from Dragonfly Fibers. Beautiful yeah. color. Can't remember the name of it right now, but you'll see it in my project notes. And I don't know what it is about the sweater, but every time I've tried to wear it, I take it right back off again.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Now, do you think it's the sweater or do you think it's the yarn?
0: I'm torn. I think it might be 50 50. Oh. 50%, I think that this for some reason, irritates my skin. Don't know why.
1: Because it's beautiful. Isn't it pretty? It's
0: so (laughs) pretty. So half. I think I'm going to try it again with some type of long sleeve shirt underneath it, or even a short short sleeve shirt. I think the collar is almost too tight. So I think it irritates my neck. And I think it might be too snug on the top of my body. I'm not sure. Mm. Because I never wear it long enough to fully diagnose what the problem is.
1: I, I do remember that we did, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I do remember that we did something different with the neck bands mm. because I, you can look at my photos on Ravelry and I do not have as much of a neck band as you do. So I wonder if you could take some of the neck band out and just make it looser.
0: Maybe. I'm going to have to wear it and really figure out what it is yeah, about the sweater. Definitely, because it's me. such a beautiful it's sweater. It's so pretty. And again, I haven't had many occasions to wear it. So I've tried it on a couple times and thought, it, eh, taking it right back off. But I tried mm. to wear it the other day for wear a hand knit every day in January and just didn't keep it on. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to figure out what it is about the sweater because it is stunning. It's so pretty. The yarn has little blips of darker colors and it's just so pretty
1: i i do have one observation I, it's not so bad on mine that it will stop me from wearing it because i love the sweater anyway but i do know that when i first started wearing it i felt that it didn't fit me as well as other circular yoked sweaters And it could be a function of the dip stitches. It could be, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm really not sure. Like I said, I haven't worn mine enough either, but I do remember thinking that and then kind of warming up to it the more I wore it. You
0: know, I think you have a good point there because I remember putting it on and pulling it down. Like hmm. it kept wanting to... Crunch up around yeah. my neck instead of lay yeah. down flat on my body like I expected yeah. to. So that I think you have a good observation there.
1: Yeah. And I, we definitely have different neck bands because I also remember when you were knitting yours, I remember thinking, wow, that neck band is so tiny compared to mine. Hmm. So that we definitely contribute. have a little bit of difference. Okay, so
0: yeah, I'm going to analyze it and I'll get back to you. Yes, why I'm not yes. wearing my sorrel. Please do
1: because it's too pretty not to exactly. wear. Exactly,
0: but yeah. I'm never ripping it out. Can you imagine trying to rip <laughs> no. out that sweater?
1: That's not that's not a sweater that will be ripped mm-hmm. out if never. you decide you don't like it. That will be a sweater that is given to someone. Exactly, some beautiful I totally gift. agree. Yeah. But I did want to
0: comment. I went back and looked at 2019 because I think 2019 is a much better representative year. Of mm-hmm. wearing hand knits for myself, at least. And I knit two sweaters for myself in the self-indulgent knit along. Zweig by Caitlin Hunter and the Throwback by Andrea Mowry. And I wear those oh. all the time. I yeah. love those sweaters. Yeah. So yeah. overall, I think my self-indulgent knits are spot on. Cool. Yeah, And we'll see about Bright Feather. Hopefully, I wear that as yes. much as I
1: think I will. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Okay. Nice catch up. It was. I can't believe. And here we are, the end of January. Ah,
0: the end of January. I, the end of January, this last week of January being like the most hopeful, the most uplifting week in so long.
1: With yeah. The
0: inauguration, I just am like my whole body's lighter. My whole being is lighter yeah. than it's been in a very long time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so it it made me want to cast on the self indulgent slippers because i was just yeah. like woohoo the world's a better nice. place <laughs> exactly <laughs> so we hope you all have been enjoying your self indulgent knits and you've been wearing more hand knits in january
1: and thank you for joining us and happy knitting happy everyone knitting bye 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 you can find our podcast on itunes at yarniax podcast Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.